This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, we are still on the road. This is the second part uh, of the trip that we took, and we were just going to talk about uh, day three and just kind of everything that went on. Uh, just wanted to mention, throw out there again, guys, check this out. Um, motionducks.com forward slash MVM. I didn't mention it on the last one, but don't forget there's just, you know, it's getting deeper into the season, but for whatever reason, the wind gods don't like to show up a lot of times, and you'll get that stale water. You might have a lot of birds around, but to get them to work in close can get pretty tough, and if you just get that motion ducks, you can, you're better off. I've said it tons of times. I feel like that having four dozen decoys that are stagnant, I'd rather have four on a jerk string with a little bit of sprinkled around it and get that motion in the water. I feel like you're way better off. A lot better off than the guy next to you. And um, anyway, so check that out. And we get a really good dis. You'll get a really good discount. So go to that specific site in uh, motionx.com forward slash MVM. Then when you get in there and you'll see that special page that we have on there, you can put in MVM10 and get an additional 10% off. So go check that out. Um, so let's go ahead and roll into day three. That was, there's a lot more to talk about on this one, I think. Definitely. And this is the reality of duck hunting and not having everything go smooth. <laughs> yeah. Pu public <laughs> land hunting. Yeah. Keywords. <clears throat> and sometimes we like the challenges and sometimes we don't. <laughs> um, it was, a. It, I don't want to say a slap in the face, but it was like, it was a pure shock. 
Okay, so some backstory, yeah. right? On the previous podcast, we talked about we did we were able to scout this area and uh, put some pins down the day before. Brand new area, we've never hunted it. Um, don't know a ton about it, and so, anyways, you know, one thing, one mistake we made uh, was thinking that it wouldn't be extremely busy. Mm-hmm. And we got there a little too late. Actually, a lot late. Um, we, <laughs> we honestly, we would have been set up before shoot time, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't a very far boat ride uh, to where we were going to go. So, anyways, we got to the launch, oh, what is it, an hour maybe before shoot know. time, which, which is, is late. Which is late for us. It we never late. do that. It is late, but... We had to, to pack, and to, we were headed home yeah. at the same time. So no this, excuse. This Whatever. Is, <laughs> it was late. Yeah. Day three, uh, we had an hour drive, and we did have to uh, load everything up because we were going to continue driving, you know, the way that we were headed to. So anyways, yeah, no excuse. Whatever. It was just we had plenty of places to go. Um, <clears throat> the day before, there was no one there. So we were just kind of, and it's out of the way. So we're like, ah, it's not, it shouldn't be bad. Well, we show up the morning of, and there's one car there, no boat. So we're like, cool, sweet. We launch, get out, start driving, and uh, we drive, I don't know, a couple hundred yards, and here's a light. Okay, cool. We, you know, we got, I think it was, what was it, two or three miles to where we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the spot that we were going to hunt. So we're like, we're driving the shoreline, you know, there's light, 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 <laughs> light, light. And I mean, it was just the whole way down. It's like, dude, what is going on? I thought I was on a street on a, lamp on lights a, for a second. On a Monday. <clears throat> yeah. On a Monday. But we we realized later, you know, people are probably off for um, Thanksgiving break. So we're like, ah, that makes sense why there's more people out here on a Monday um, than, like, the weekend. So, anyways, we're driving down, finally get to the area we're going to hunt. And, of of course, when you know it, there's somebody there. So, mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, man. So we were kind of forced to hunt a spot that we didn't want to go to. Didn't he, yeah, there wasn't much action there yeah. for scouting, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so, anyways, I was just kind of like, <laughs> washed your oh, hands. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Like we literally, you know, there's like a four or five mile strip that you can hunt, and literally all the spots that we were gonna go were taken. So it's like, you know, we can. I, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, just sit here and watch and see if there's maybe somewhere else that we can go where there's no one at. <laughs> And just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of, we were kind of hosed for the most part. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, uh, we threw some decoys out. And, uh, you know, we it was well after shoot time before we even seen a bird. You know, I was like, I need to see something before I'm willing to make a blind and do a bunch of stuff, right? So, anyways, we sat there for probably an hour before we seen anything and finally we seen a bird so uh we kind of made our titus 
basically made um, a little blind and uh, we got behind that. Ended up shooting uh, two mallards there, two green heads, which I, I, mean, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. Well, and it was funny because you we sat there, sat there, sat there. I don't know why. A lot of times I can be like the same way you kind of were, just like, eh, whatever, just sitting there to wait and see. But I actually put a little together. There was some stuff there laying there. I kind of built a little makeshift something to sit behind. I had a little chair, and I loaded my gun. I was like, oh, whatever. You, you never know. But I wasn't. Ha- I didn't have high hopes either. Trust me. And I hear. I had my head down, looking at my phone. Thomas just walked off to s- take his binoculars and see if he could see anything going on the other way, where we wanted to be. And all of a sudden, I hear like where they come in with their feet in the water. I look looked up, and there's two Drake mallards in the decoys, which the other one was kind of farther back. He was kind of out of range, so I stood up and shot him. And I don't know if you call me or something. You're like, are you just said like nice? You were, you weren't that far away. Yeah. Then you came back, and said, "Did what you say on that first time? Did you say you're seeing some birds starting to fly down there or something? Kind of towards yeah, where we wanted. I seen, a yeah, I've seen some birds kind of flying around. Which we could talk about that too. I I think if we would have been in that mm-hmm. other cove, I think we would have shot more in oh. the morning. Oh, 100%. Like maybe not crazy, but. I, I was watching birds kind of work around and then fly Wait, through that Wait, not cove. the one that guy was in? Mm-mm. Really? The one that we The one in. that we said we might go in? Well, knowing what we know now, the yeah. way they're wanting those backwaters, mm-hmm. we should have did. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so, I didn't think about that. So because that cove, what they were doing, there was a cove, and then on the side of that was the backside of the backwaters that we hunted. Mm, yeah. So they, they would true. swing in there and then come in. Yeah. You know? But anyways, so, yeah, um, it was cold too. So part of the reason I, I was walking around is because I was cold. But So anyways, we shot two there. And then uh, I walked a little further down and... Um, well, you... You left again, and then I shot another drake, and a hen came in the decoys, and I shot the drake. I just didn't get time to get the hen either, but I don't know why you... Why did you go back again, though? After You came back after I shot that one, once you looked. Then you left again, and that's when I shot the other one. Then you mm-hmm. came back, and then you left again. Mm-hmm. What did you do that the second time? Do you remember? Because I was just going to go further. You just Well, had a, no. Because you shot the one and we had to go get it in the boat. Uh, well, yeah, but that's not why you left again. You were already gone. Yeah. I think I was, because the first time oh. I was literally around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I didn't right. I didn't go all the way down. Yeah, so that's right. Anyways, I was in the boat I was and I was glassing. And then I was on the phone with him, the Titus. He shot one that wasn't completely dead, and going back to what we said on the last podcast with these, with you know, deep water, you got to be careful with your dog and uh, with a bird that's not completely dead. So, at least Rocky, and, uh, to let me out in there because you were gone. I sent Rocky, and this shows what it once a dog gets experience, they know because the first time I sent Rocky on a retrieve, 
on a river system where the dogs never experienced. Thomas said it last night. We were talking to Jake about Kelly, and it's like we just reiterated: you got to make sure the bird is dead before you send your dog, because you could get into a really bad situation with your dog out there a long ways away. Well, Rocky was like at least 400 yards the first time he ever experienced that, but the drive in him kept him going. I did everything my power to get him to come back. But at that point, he couldn't hear me, and I had to let him go too far. Uh, this time, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think Rocky went because he the dog realizes too when they're dead. I I know Rocky realizes because he can see if they're barely moving. He's getting closer and closer, and then he knows he's gonna get it. Well, this time, and I I put two more in it, but it was started getting so far away that those pellets weren't even hitting the bird, but. That bird was flapping so fast. I, I couldn't even believe how fast it was moving. Rocky got about 150 yards out there and just turned around, swam back. He's, He's like, like For, nope. Forget it. <laughs> you can have it. Yeah. So I just thrown that in there because at least now he's had the experience. He's learned, <laughs> he's learned his lesson. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So anyways, we retrieved that one out of the boat. And uh, so we had hit the boat a couple of yards or a couple hundred yards uh up the up the bank so i took the boat back to where we hit it and then i kept walking further away to uh just like i said kind of scout and see mm -hmm. if we could if i could see birds what they were doing mm -hmm. so anyways i was walking further and there was a guy with his two kids walking out um of the spot where we actually were going to hunt or planning to hunt and i talked to him a little bit and he was a nice guy and uh had his two kids going back to thanksgiving break and um so we ended up moving he was telling us he's like yeah they they birds they want the backwater so um we ended up taking the boat over there finding a spot in that in the backwater and uh set up we just threw two dozen out and uh our hide was not the best um, which hindsight, uh, Titus actually suggested hunting this other like point looking deal, but I think I was just in a rush to just set up. So there was a lot of birds flying. Um, I mean, I totally get that. We just, it was like bull rush. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a proper term, but they're real long skinny shoots with the fluffy things at the end. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say bull rush. I could be totally wrong, but yeah, yeah. it was just, it doesn't mean we would have done better, but mm -hmm. maybe we had better hide. I don't know. So the deal we were um issue we were dealing with was um it was a lot of widgeon and I I mean in my experience I I know it's probably different in all places but just for whatever reason those widgeon they just love to be way out in the middle of open water. So some some widgeon they were they were decoying right in. A couple mm -hmm. uh, we shot were nice. But um so how do we want to start? We threw we threw the decoys out, hid the boat. And actually, Meanwhile, birds are flying everywhere. Literally the entire time. That's so. which makes you like feel very anxious. Rushed. Rushed. <laughs> so Titus actually shot one before I even got back from hiding the boat. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And um, so that would be bird three for the day. And this was like, what was this, like 10 o'clock? Mm-hmm. I think it was like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So the guys actually left pretty early, and they had shot um, a two-man limit. So they did well there. Um, In the area, because I don't think they were yeah, by where we, we were. We weren't where they hunted. But <clears throat> anyways, so we get set up. um and yeah, we pretty much immediately start shooting birds. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that lets you know it's definitely worth a move even late in the day if you're not where you need to be. So yeah, uh, we started basically shooting birds at like ten o'clock, and we were we shot we were up to thirteen by I think twelve forty five. So. Um, Anyway, so the the move was definitely worth it. Um, it was still overcast, mm-hmm. bad. No wind. We didn't really see the, any we wind. didn't see the sun the whole trip. Yeah, no wind, overcast. Which um, is pretty amazing that we did that with the conditions. It kind of makes you wonder what it would be like mm-hmm. with the right ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, then the bag just, we shot was crazy. <laughs> well, not crazy, mixed. but it was just highly mixed, like mixed. random, like why? Yeah. Everything <laughs> yeah. was weird. A mixed bag for sure, which I, I like shooting. It's all you me know? too. I love it. I'm not a, I'm not a, oh, it has to be seven green, which I love seven green. Don't get me wrong. But I do like, I know a lot of guys back east, it's wood ducks or mallards. One, You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I do know that I feel like we're lucky to be able to shoot a mixed bag because mm-hmm. um, it, it is nice, you know. Yeah, I never want to, if it ever came across the way, I've never, you never wanted all oh, just only green. It's like, dude, I love the mixed bag. Like, mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. Right. It's fun. But anyways. So what was it? It was cans, ringnecks, cans, mallards, a ringneck, widgeon. Gadwall. Gadwall. Mm, we didn't shoot any teal. Wit, did you say widgeon? Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was it. That right was there. it, yeah. That was cool. So mainly mainly big birds. I shot a ring neck just because this pack of 10 went right in front <laughs> of us, so I shot one. It flies, it dies, yeah. maybe. Now in that situation. Yeah, and plus it was late in the day already. Yeah. So I... You know, conditions weren't perfect, so I'm like, ah, I'm taking it. I'm trying to fill, fill a bag out. So, yeah, um, and cans too. I was actually excited to shoot cans. Yeah, I mean, me I, know, too. I know guys may or may not be have their own opinion, which whatever. Not that I care, but I was excited to shoot cans because it's just not something I har- I hardly ever get to shoot. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've I even tried targeting them <laughs> last year late in the season because I, I like to shoot a nice mature uh, plumed out canvas bag mm-hmm. so um, I was stoked we shot three of those 
Um, we shot, I think, three mallards, um, a ringneck, um, two gadwall, and then the rest widgeon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. um, so that was really, really fun. Yeah, it was, was a lot of fun. Uh, I think, yeah, and I think we left out of there by like twelve forty-five. So we did, we did stay probably a little longer than. Oh we, no! It was. We wanted to. It was like, man. By the time we left the launch, I want to say. It was oh like no no two thirty. Yeah. yeah. No, I I was done at twelve forty-five. Yeah. And we left. Yeah, around two ish. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. So, it was definitely a long day. And to put it in perspective, I think shoot time was like four thirty-five. Was ending? that right? Yeah. Uh, it was it was six forty five was shoot time in the morning and then ended at four ten. Oh, it got shorter. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it was four twenty then went to four ten. It was and it was just cold. Like <clears throat> it just that trip was cold. Like I don't know. It wasn't crazy cold cold temps. It was just be, you know it's just moisture in the air. And I forgot my gradient pants mm. to go in my waiter under my waiters. Yeah. So I had the final approach waiter pants and then the Sitka underneath that. And that still wasn't as warm as the gradient, which was crazy. Yeah. But it's not meant to be. It's just I was just doubling up just to stay warmer. But yeah. and I and I, you know, you know I don't get cold easy at all. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm super hot natured. Yeah. But we were standing water this time too. So I mean you said your feet got a little bit nippy, didn't they? Yeah, my or, feet got cold, that's for yeah. sure. And I and I had uh I had uh, two pairs on with a with a th- real thick wool, mm-hmm. so I normally, honestly, I hardly ever get cold feet ever. But standing in that water from yeah ten to two, uh, yeah. they definitely did get. And cold. And there was ice all over the edges. And when yeah. man, you, those ugh, those weight or uh, decoy gloves were clutch. Yeah, oh. yeah. <sighs> Seriously, like I uh, I like gloves, but it's. I don't know. It's just hard to find the right gloves for duck hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've I've had um, I've had thin gloves. I've had thick gloves. I've had mitts. I've had all kinds of stuff, right? Because I I feel like I get. I mean, I can get cold. You know, just like everyone else. I feel like you it takes you a little longer to get cold than mm-hmm. me. But so I like gloves. I don't like to call with a glove. So I've had Sitka's. Collars glove before, I do like that. Um, the problem with that glove is it's no kind of water protection. Mm-hmm. So like it's not waterproof. That's weird too because well I guess it makes sense because well, it's, it's open. It's the way it's designed. So yeah. I mean it does work really well in certain cases, but not for um, picking up decoys. Mm-hmm. So um, it works good hunting wise, you know. Because it's got that basically a pocket on the back of it, and you can shove your mm-hmm. right hand or whichever hand you call with. So I do like that. Um, but man, this trip, the FA, uh, well, I don't know what the exact term for them is. The gloves? They're, yeah, FA <clears throat> decoy. Are, are they the Branta gloves? Brant- or maybe? Branta. I think yeah. that's the name of them. Yeah, man, they can't. They, I mean, sh- sh- I would Everything. have been miserable oh. not having Well, didn't those you gloves. one time, and I know I did, like kind of grabbed a few in the I water, yeah. barehanded. I did two, and it was like, I was like, ow. Stop. Like, <laughs> like so this hurts. The boat ride 
and then picking oh, decoys up. I can't even imagine. It's brutal. Brutal. Dude, my hand literally, when I was driving and had it out there, that I don't get cold hands easy, but I will tell you, when you're driving that boat and you're going 29. Like knives. Yes. Stabbing you. And I will say, that wearing that glove, you don't feel a thing. Yeah. No, I, I was, actually, I was shocked how much I liked it works, those, yeah. dec- uh, those gloves. Uh, they were on point. Like, yeah. they're waterproof and they're warm. And the cuff comes up almost to your elbow. Yep. So it keeps your jacket dry, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah, not to not to plug too much and sound like a salesman, but, man, I, I will say those are worth it. Those are yeah. worth it for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, um, uh, what else? What else could we go into? Um, we did use the motion ducks. Mm-hmm. On that day, because um, we were on a backwater, so there was real no um, uh, current. Yeah. So that definitely did help, because um, we had some calm, calm water, no wind again, <laughs> like usual. Shocker. Um, we did move the decoys once a little bit. We kind of shifted them to the right. Um, but anyways, we didn't really do any calling as much. Mm-mm. I didn't really feel they like weren't it reacting to Yeah. It. Like I said, it was a lot of widgeon, and I just don't feel like it was helping. It's so weird because I've seen times when widgeon responds so well to calls, and then there's other times yeah. they don't give a care. They don't give a care. I don't it, Yeah. I don't know, but, yeah, it was pointless. And it's hard, though, because you have the urge. You see a mm-hmm. bird. You yeah. want it. It's like I'm reaching down, but I didn't, yeah. I put my calls back in the bag. I was like, this is, this is pointless, and yeah. I'm not the guy kind of – some people may say that's foolish, but like I'm not the kind of guy that wants to rack on that call all day long when it hasn't done a th- thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that guy. Mm-hmm. I, ain't that I guy, will. Pal. I will. Yeah, I ain't, <laughs> ain't that guy, pal. You ain't that guy. <laughs> but I will definitely when it works. I'll blow it to my lungs are gonna explode when it works. But I'm yeah. just not gonna do that for the fun yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, overall, um, man, it was a fun hunt. Um, kind of, it was a redemption, like it we was for ki- sure. It was kind of the one of those ones where it's just, uh, I'm not gonna say grind because I hate that word. I do too. But it's just, it's, um, it's not coming easy. Yeah, which it's, is fine, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I'm just, and which makes it sweeter when you do pull together mm-hmm. after the way it started because mm-hmm. it was looking bleak. Well, yeah, and that just goes to show it's like even if it's not ideal or even if you're completely hosed and don't have a spot like don't necessarily give up Mm -hmm. you can still make something happen because i mean even if we would have shot you know four a piece or whatever i mean it would have been success yeah yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely so um we stuck it out um we were starving by the cool. end of it because neither of us really did a good job of. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought. The I think we thought we kind of forgot, fun. but we kind of thought we were gonna do. We never said to each other, "Well, we're gonna get them in the morning quick." We never yeah. said that, but I think we just thought, "Eh, we're not gonna hunt all day. Let's yeah. just." Yeah. And then, yeah, it ended up turning into a long day, and I start getting hangry. Yeah. Yeah, I told Rocky to mind his P's and Q's, dude. <laughs> he better do exactly what he says. Like, yeah, 
You know, because yeah, I was hungry too. Like I was starving. It, like you said, it kind of went away. Those chocolate nut, chocolate covered nutter butters came in clutch. Oh. <laughs> dude, have you ever had those? Those were so good. No, dude, I I love nutter it's butters. My favorite. But actually, the chocolate with the nutter butter actually sets it like on a whole other level, son. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to say sets it apart, but it's like it adds another. It adds so much to it it's like dude it's it's good why is there so much traffic i don't know i don't get it um I don't get it oh i agree with you no i will say this there's something better than that that's covered and it's oreos not the ones you bought the white ones i there's, didn't get those you bought those remember i threw it in your back oh your cart. oh yeah yeah because i already bought the other ones i'm like dude oh, yeah. i didn't see these yeah. buy these two let's try them out yeah those were eh, those were okay i didn't even try them you didn't try them i ain't They're even right interested here. eat one right now no <laughs> i ain't interested no but dude there ain't, you don't I, like ain't white, I ain't white chocolate no i oh, love oreos okay. i like double stuff dude these my friend from work bought for the first time you will they blow the nutter butter as good as those are you will not be able to stop eating them they're rich do you like dark chocolate uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's they're good. I'll find them. I'll, what is it? I'll give it to you for Christmas. It's uh, Oreo, but it's covered too. It's nothing like those other ones. I was expecting those to be good. Those were not that good. So dark chocolate covered yeah, Oreos. But there's some. They have something else inside, like to make. It's just dude, see it's that killer. could that might be good because it offsets like the sweetness oh. of the the filling. Dude, it's they're amazing. So because dark chocolate's slightly bitter, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of. It can be, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's got that different taste. But then with the sweetness in the Oreo, it's probably match made in heaven. It. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm hungry right now, so it sounds really good. I'm actually starving right Are now. you? I know. I was wondering if yeah. you really want to. But, dude, this traffic is killing us. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm pulling these bad boys up because you. I might help some brothers out here listening to this episode. Uh, is there anything else we can... Um, anything, any lessons learned? We, lessons we, I, learned. I used to always try to do that. And we haven't done that really on these lessons recaps. learned. Uh, lessons learned. Um, be friendly. <laughs> you, you know, uh, the guy, the guy that uh, I talked to that was coming out, he was walking and uh, he was nice. I mean, I don't know. It's not that he did anything special, but it was just, it's nice when you meet hunters out in the field and they're mm -hmm. actually nice, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's not <clears throat> like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But it was nice. He was out with his kids, you know, um, Thanksgiving break. He's taking his kids out hunting. That's really cool. And you definitely want to be, you know, like, I respect that, you know, mm -hmm. getting your kids out and stuff. And, uh, Did you say they were dragging the decoys? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so his 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 kids were younger. I I would assume, uh, I don't know, twelve, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe. And I wasn't like face to face because he was across like the slough. But anyways, just brief conversation, you know, typical conversations guys have out in the field. And uh, but anyways, it you know, it was uh, it was nice. And lessons learned, you know, it's definitely worth it to make a move mm -hmm. if where you're at's not producing. Um, 
Uh, get there other, earlier. Other than that, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, don't don't get comfortable. Don't ever get you, comfortable. You can't if you and you can't not duck complain. Hunting. That is the one thing you can never assume. And there's you times can get you there can get like that, early. especially when you have a boat. You think you kind of yeah. got a little upper yeah. hand when you kind of do in some ways. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can get lazy though. Not always. And that's what I told him. I said I, I was so mad at myself. For being too comfortable, I was mm-hmm. just going. I was. I wasn't mad at no one. I wasn't mad at another. No one. This is no one's fault. It's yeah. mine. Yeah. It's like why do? Right. Come on. Like. Yeah. You can't be. You can't be mad at that guy that no. drug his two kids out there before you. Yeah. You gonna be mad at that? No, you can't be. <clears throat> it just so, kind of makes me wonder. Like you just you know. gotta be there. You yeah. know. You gotta be there. So. Anyways, those are some good lessons learned that we probably know already, but. <laughs> You just get, when that happens, you yeah. always get reminded. Yep, you're like, did I just do that again? So, but anyways, overall, um, I will say um, I was thankful nothing too too drastic happened on this trip. We actually, Dude, we had an amazing drive there for the weather that had been yeah, before. We, we We forgot about the boat thing. Oh, yes. Let's admit, we have that. to say that. I just remember. And that. that was on day two. No, that was day one. Right? No, that was day two. Was it? Mm-hmm. You sure? Because I was back in the boat. You were in the boat. The oh, first day right. was the other way. That's right. <laughs> we might as well. T- you want to tell it now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's end so this we one yeah we missed it. We missed it on the previous podcast. But so day two went back to the same launch, and I don't know. I feel like it was colder. Or, there was may, ice or maybe all over the maybe the the trailer and the boat was from wet. the water the day before. Yeah, yeah iced so, up. So, anyways, lessons learned. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big lesson learned. Yeah. So Titus was driving. I was in the boat, and there was someone launching in front of us. So we actually this particular launch. There's kind of this little hill in front of the launch. Um, it's a, um gravel launch. So I was like, let's just park here. We'll get everything ready to go, ready to launch, and then they'll be done, and we'll drive over the hill and back in after. So he's like, okay. So we get everything ready, and Titus unhooked everything on the boat, and, you know, we're walking around and stuff. And I, <laughs> it actually went into my brain. Really? I, yeah, I actually did think about it. Um, because I'll t- and I'll tell you why. So uh, we unhooked all the straps and the front strap, and I seen it and I thought, man, I hope this don't slide off the trailer. But I'm like, ah, I don't think it will. So, and the reason I thought that is because I've I've had this is my third boat. So and Titus Titus has boats. We've had boats forever, and it's always been in my brain like uh when i take the boat down the launch because our Mm -hmm. normal lake it has a really long steep Mm -hmm. boat launch and i've always thought because i've had you know wakeboard boats and stuff and i've always thought when i drive down and turn around and back in how terrible it would be (laughs) if that boat would slide off but i've always unhooked the front strap which i don't know if i'll do that anymore I would ever it's just well, what's the this, point on this boat specifically? Any, any boat? No, it's almost like there's why, really there really is there's no, no point. reason to do that. That's there stupid. Really is no point. You're risking it. But anyways, 
So anyways, it, it came to my brain, but I was like, nah, that ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> but I don't normally launch in 20 degrees wet. So frozen yeah. boat trailer. So anyways, yeah. I get in the boat because I was going to drive the boat and Titus gets in the truck <clears throat> and we, we drive up and over this. It's a small hill, but it's pretty steep. So uh, he starts driving up. Slow, and, too. Yeah. I was and, going super slow. And it's the weirdest Thank feeling <laughs> when I'm sitting <laughs> in the boat and I stop moving and I see the truck continue to go. <laughs> and immediately. I it took you a second. No, immediately. I knew what I heard, was happening. Ah! I go, Thank God he had the window uh. down. Because I go, hey, 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 stop. You know, <clears throat> making noise, right? <laughs> and luckily he stops. He had stopped, but... Basically, what happened once that trailer hit that incline? What was he doing back there? The boat just slid back, probably I don't know, three, four feet. Dude, so more the, than that. The, the back of the boat uh, hit Dude, the ground. Dude, it slid off far enough. I was worried that that strap wasn't going to reach yeah, far enough. Yeah, you're right. It probably was at least six feet. Yeah. So we almost dropped the boat off the trailer. Oh my! Completely. It was close. So. But what was funny was it was so cold, iced, and wet that we ran that front strap out, and Titus pushed it, and it literally just went right back on, like no issue. But yeah, and honestly, to the to the credit of having a surface drive, yeah. obviously didn't do anything to the motor or anything. Dinged the prop just a little, but not much. Yeah, I mean, not. not it, we've dinged it worse on rocks. Right. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And uh, it's a flat bottom. So um, even if <laughs> even if it would have came completely off, we, I still don't think it really would have. It would have obviously s- scratched and damaged the boat, but we wouldn't have been completely hosed because we could have pulled it up and over and put it mm-hmm. in the water. But that's the nice thing about having such a light boat you know, and flat bottom, and a flat bottom, and aluminum. If you if you had a, like a V hole or something like that, now you you're, you're in probably trouble. in a little bit worse shape. But um, it yeah, overall it didn't. <laughs> it was a close call, but it didn't do. It's anything. so funny. We it was like we didn't even pan. It wasn't like no catastrophe the way we treated yeah. it. It was just like we didn't hook yeah. it back up. Put it back on. We got off and took off and never even really talked about right. it again. Yeah. Later, we were like, that could have really made the morning bad. If yeah. Well, I mean, worst like you case. Said, I don't think it really worst would have, but. case. We we were we were probably 80, 90 yards from the water, mm-hmm. and I tell Tess, I said, I got chains in the truck. I we could have just hooked onto the eye in the front mm-hmm. and just pulled it into the water. Yeah. You know, it's it wouldn't have been that big a deal, but. Um. Yeah, it was definitely a little scary at first. Like, ah, stop! But anyways, it it, it was all good. Here it is, son. Look at those puppies. Fudge covered. Oh, fudge. So guys, look it up. Fudge covered Oreos. Oh, there you go. Tell us to show you guys. Hook you up. Mm, I don't know if that'll focus. Might focus, have to go back farther. But anyways, yeah, there you they get the are. hint. They are delish. Those look amazing right now. Oh man, they melt in your mouth too. They're so good. But all right, well, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you on the next one.